every single time just to pet myself up and make me believe in my own talent. Hello, it's me, Sam Hickman, and you're listening to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast that no one is making you listen to. You chose to do this. Hi, okay, this is going to be a quote-unquote short episode, which is when it really becomes an hour and a half episode, so I'm not going to jinx it. We start every episode with, um, well, now we start every episode with things that I wish I had purchased before lockdown. And this week, I wish I had purchased just, like, booze. I wish I had just stockpiled a lot of hard liquor. Because at the moment, I have, like, like one glass of rosé and then two very nice bottles of red wine that I'm like, I can't. Like, they're not frivolous bottles of red wine. They're like... A, a meal with friends bottle of red wine. Also, I'm I'm not going to drink red wine by myself. For some reason, that seems like the activity of someone who is depressed. Anyway, I wish I had bought that, uh, like, because I have that wine. And now I'm like, I wish I had just bought, like, hard liquor. And now, thanks to um, lockdown and the way the UK government chooses to uh, support self-employed people... I cannot buy alcohol because I cannot afford it. Truly, my weekly shop is the equivalent of an entire bottle of, of, of like gin. I'm like, oh, I can't. I, I literally cannot. Oh my goodness. Um, truly, I thought, I thought that this week the most exciting thing that would have happened to me would be that I go to Tesco's. So let me give you the highlights of me going to Tesco. Um, who is the no, the one nobody knows about? Oh, okay. So I went to Tesco's. I went to the one that nobody knows about, which is down like it's truly near Splot Beach. It's like that road and you keep going on and there was a massive Tesco in the middle of nowhere that no one has ever seen before. It truly like, it rises from the mist every 100 years to lure sailors to their deaths. That's uh, what this Tesco is. So I'm like, I'm going to go there because it's always absolutely dead silent and it is massive and I will have the time of my life there. So I go and it was weirdly busy. Of course it was. It was like truly bizarre. So they've put in like a one-way system, but the one-way system is not like properly labeled in any... It's like they've gone for a real like aesthetics over practicality situation. Like, you know, when you're at an airport and they're like, follow this line to get to this thing. Or like, here is the queue to get here. This is where you get into this. They've done none of that. They've stuck circular arrows on the floor and they haven't done it in a coherent way so there isn't like there there's just a lot of arrows going different directions and like the the aisles i think i think in their eye in their aisle deal 
the aisles are like you go all the way down and then there's like the middle aisle and then you go all the way down to the very front of the store and then you turn the corner and you go all the way back up to the very, very back of the store and then you just keep going in and out both of the like of the parallel aisles. And nobody does that. It's it's truly mind boggling. It was wild. Anyway, anyway. So I like... I get there eventually. They they don't have any fucking eggs, which is truly, I'm going to say it, unacceptable at this point. Also, I realized that I shopped at Tesco and I realized we're not, we're not doing that anymore because they like truly lobbied the government to get like a special exemption or like a, like a grant or like a big chunk of money off. And then they literally were just like, our shareholders will be very happy. Thank you. Like, truly, they paid a bunch of, like, <laughs> they, they paid a bunch of, like, dividends or so, something, something truly garbage that you're like, ah, why did I do this? Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I get to the checkout, blah, 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 blah. I, like, I pay. I'm, like, I'm, I'm doing the thing. I'm, like, they're, like, it's contactless. And I'm, like, great. So I do it with one card. And he's, like, that's not working. And I'm, like, okay, I'll try a different card. And it's, he's, like, that's not working. And I'm, like, oh, this is your machine then. Okay. Um, and so I, like, had to, like, put it in. And I'm just, like, at this point, I'm, like, what was the point of, of me even pretending to do contactless? I don't understand what's happening here. Anyway, so I did it. The thing about Tesco's. The thing about this trash bag institution that I went to this week, I hate Tesco. It is my least favorite supermarket. My favorite is Little, and that's only because of the whimsical nature of it. And the the fact that it just it's truly it's truly just for a woman who um grows a lot of her own produce and doesn't really need specific ingredients for anything, it has everything I need. Um anyway, anyway. So I like the the thing that they've done in Tesco is stupid because, um, okay, this till that I was on, you like, it was like a proper manned till, a woman till. It was a man till, of course it was. Um, and I'm stood on the, on the end of the till belt and the, the person, the woman in front of me is like, takes truly 15 minutes to pay. Like, she's like, oh, I wanted this little thing that doesn't have a barcode or anything. And so they have to like go and have this guy snoop around the store to try and find it. And then he comes back and he's like, there was no barcode. You cannot have this. I'm sorry. And she's just like, oh, oh, for five minutes. And I'm like, bitch, leave. None of us want to be here. Anyway, anyway. So we get there. So they've essentially with the checkout, with the till, they've like put like a big plastic screen on like one side, the till belt still is completely uninterrupted. And then they have like some big billboards. And then literally on the other side, they don't have like a, like a, like a rolly belt, you know, like in Sains Bob's, big Sains Bob's. They have like their till belt that goes like, Voo, and then the, the checkout person is like, boop, boop. And then they put it onto another till belt and it goes Voo, down the end. And that's where you can collect your goods. This no, this didn't, this just had like a tiny little metal pool that this guy was just lightly sliding things halfway into. And I was like climbing over the side of this till to get everything into my goddamn bag. It was a, I, I will not be going there again. <laughs> um, three out of, three out of 10 from me, a true, um, 
a true uh, hellscape. Honestly, the my cards not being accepted by the cash machine by the by the whatever it's called thing by the the AT what's what's it called the checkout thing the checkout thing. My cards not being accepted by that was literally the most stressful part of my entire goddamn week. Bearing in mind nothing else happened this week before prior to this Tesco's trip, and it was probably a Wednesday. But honestly, it was high drama, minimal payoff. Um, And then I was in the car, and I was driving home, and I drove the scenic way home, and I cried. Oh, I got so emotional, because I was like, like, it was like a beautiful sunny day, and I was driving home, like, in my little neighborhood, and I was just like, Sarah Bareilles was playing as well, which... um, really contributed to all of this. It was like, it's truly like, I don't want to fall another moment into your gravity. And I was just there like, I'll never have fun summer friends again. Like truly, I was like, there will never be a time where I will just leave my house to go get an iced coffee and walk around a park and and see my friends. And I'll never have friends over again. I was very emotional. It was it was a lot and then I sucked it up and I and I got out of the car and I went into my home and here we are it was yeah I'm truly I'm at the emotional level that everyone else is at normally so it's exciting that um that this is what you all feel I guess (laughs) that this is this is what you all feel. Speaking of expensive things, I bought expensive pasta and I'm very happy with my decision. I bought like the fancy one that's like blue and yellow, the packaging. Um, it, it's truly my favorite kind of pasta because it is like expensive. So whenever I eat it, I feel full and not bloated, which I really enjoy. Okay. Now for the meat and bones of this situation. I caused a small flood in my house this week. Let me start from the beginning. So dear sweet Sam Hickman in all of her infinite wisdom was like, I'm going to fix my landing floorboards because they always make like a really loud noise whenever I walk past them. And I'm like, is this house going to fall down? But it turns out that they're just like squeaking because they're moving. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to fix my floorboards this week. Here we go. La da 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 da. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm there with my nails and my hammer, my hammer and a nail and I learn how to use my hand. Indigo girls. Um, so I'm like, like going through and I'm hammering these nails into the floorboards and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's securing it. That's securing it. I'm getting it done. I do my last little nail. I bash it in and then I like go outside for 15 minutes to look in my garden because it's that time of year where I will just wander in my garden for 15 minutes if I have a spare moment. Anyway, so I come back in and I'm like, is it raining inside? And I look into my hallway and rain is... uh, radiator water dirty radiator water is spewing out of my ceiling straight onto my fuse box um a fuse box for our international is the um oh god what do you call it what do you call it a fuse box uh uh, uh, a circuit breaker circuit breaker sure um it's like pouring down the wall it is like truly truly buckets of water are just coming right out so I like 
panic. I switch off all the electricity. I'm like, no, I get all of the tea towels that are in the basket underneath my sink. I just throw it at the floor because I'm like, if this gets under the floorboards, it will just it will destroy me. So I like throw everything on there. I then run upstairs to try and figure out which floorboard is it like it is. And so I'm like trying to pry up different floorboards and I've done too good a job at nailing things in flush. So I'm like trying to pry up the floorboards <laughs> very unsuccessfully. And then I'm like, wait, I would just be able to hear it. So I'm like dead silent on the like truly on my knees on the landing listening for this leak. And I'm like, and and, the, and then I just hear like and I'm like, aha. And so I find this floorboard and I'm like, this is the one, this is the nail that I've put in. It was the last nail I put in. Thanks, Sam. And I'm like, okay, okay, where's the, how do I get this? I'm trying to pry this thing up. There's like, I, I try and pry it up for a good, like 30 seconds before realizing that there is a screw in it. And then I like run and get my screwdriver and I'm trying to unscrew it. But this screw that is in the floorboard is fully threaded. There is... There is nothing on this. So I'm like trying all of the different, like all of the different like screw heads that I have. I'm like truly like, like trying to turn it myself. I like get it a little bit up and I'm trying to like yank it around with a pair of pliers. I'm like pulling and pulling and I finally rip up this floorboard. <laughs> and as I do, all of the rest of the water comes out. Like truly... The nail comes out, all of the, like, the very little remaining water that was not currently dripping down the side of my wall just comes out. And I'm like, great, thanks. So I go and get all of my towels that I have, and I just throw out all of these towels everywhere, and I'm mopping up everything. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, how do I fix this? Um... And I do a quick little Google and I'm like, okay, it says I can fix it with some epoxy as a, like a plaque, as a patch. So I'm like rummaging around. I'm like, oh, well, look, I have this. So I get my epoxy. I like, I can't find instructions for the epoxy that I have in English. I can only find a German tutorial on the epoxy. That's all I can find online. I'm like, oh, okay. uh, well, I guess, I guess ich kann do it, you know? So I'm like, I'm like rubbering it up. I'm like kneading it in my hands. And then I'm like putting it on. I'm like trying to dry the, the pipe. And then I like put it on. And then I'm just like, okay, now, now I have to, now I have to get a plumber in my life, which, oh God, why? So, okay. So I, I truly like, I, I put some little towels underneath and I'm like, okay, it's holding, it's holding. And then like an hour later, I'm like, I have to turn on the water somehow so that I can flush the toilet and have water. Like, even if this little patch doesn't hold, I have to like, make sure that I can, I can, um, I can do it. You know, I can, I can, I can go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Anyway, anyway, so, um, so I turn the water back on. I like I truly run the bath and have the bathtub just fill up. And I'm truly just like checking this this pipe every three seconds just to make sure it's still there. Fill up the bathtub. I find a plumber. Um, the plumber comes the next morning. Literally every single one of you fuckers on my Instagram were 
asking me about this plumber. It was, um, I'm going to say it problematic to say the least and very revealing of your opinions of me as a, as a human woman, you know, every single person was like, was the plumber cute? I'm like, have you ever, have you ever really seen an attractive plumber? Like, have you ever seen a plumber that you're like, oh, except for, I will say this, the man who came to fix my dead husband's dishwasher could get it. Um, anyway, this guy, very professional, great. Um, he, he did. So like, so essentially to fix this copper pipe, cause it was a radiator pipe. He had to take out the, the puncture, fit a new pipe and then weld it. And I was like, oh, I could have truly, if we were not in a pandemic, I could have done that myself because, um, welding is not hard. I, okay. I have to explain how easy welding is welding this, this particular situation. And I have welded before. Hi, I am very multifaceted, faceted. I'm also very multi-flagellants. So I truly like you're, this is a podcast by a woman who owns a sledgehammer epoxy and has welded before and will weld again if given the opportunity. So truly like, in order to fix this pipe that I had broken, I would have just had to, if we were not in a global pandemic and it was safe for me to easily go to a hardware store and pick up supplies for this, I would have done it myself just as a, like a, an, I have this, but essentially all I would have needed to do would be to get a replacement copper pipe, some fittings for the end, some flux to put on, and then some, um, some welding weldery stuff and then a blowtorch. And that's essentially it. That's like all he used. I'm like, Oh, that's, you know, it's, it's not the hardest thing in the world. It, I mean, I could, I could do that. Like I could do that possibly and not burn my house down. You know, that's the only, that was the only real contributing factor that I was like, yeah, it's probably better that someone else did it. My mom was just like, do it. We will pay for it. Don't try and do it yourself. And I'm like, Thank okay. <laughs> My mommy knows me now. <laughs> she, she knows what I'll do. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so he's truly, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put the, I'm going to leave it out for a couple of days just so that the, the floors dry. And then I'm going to put the floorboard back in. And he like the floorboard, one of the floorboards still has like a bunch of nails in it. And he's like, oh, well, you know, a, a handy a way of getting the nails out from a floorboard from a, like of getting the nails out. And I'm like, oh, you just, you just use a hammer and bash them out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. And I'm like, yeah, did you not think I know that? I got these floorboards up. What are you doing? Anyway, so I go to, he's like, okay, you can turn on the water. And I'm like, great, okay, let's do it. And he's like, do you need help turning on the stopcock? And I'm like, it's a tap. No, I'm okay. I turned it off and on without you yesterday. I'll be okay, friend. It was, it was fantastic. It was honestly, apart from those, I, I think... It was such laughable patronizing that like it, I, it did not bother me. I found it really funny because it's just like I've caused this mess and I could probably fix this mess. Um, but also like, oh, it's not. I don't. Uh, hi. Well, welcome. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, if I. um <laughs> I think I'm okay. I think I'd just ask you if I didn't know how to do something or if I couldn't turn a tap. It's just, 
Wild. Loved it. Loved it. Anyway, uh, would recommend this plumber. He was great. Uh, patronizing in a fun way that I could make fun of to his face. I'm not nice. I know. I'm not a nice person. I'm not a friend. Um, but anyway, it was 60 pounds to, to fix. So, um, that was, that was the, I want to say both highlight and low light of my week. Um, something that happened this week, I guess. Anyway, here are some random things that I have written in my phone. Uh, oh, there's a Netflix show called Never Have I Ever, which, um, is a goddamn treat. It is the first thing that has genuinely brought me joy and I have genuinely, like, laughed hard at since lockdown began. It is by Mindy Kaling. It is phenomenal. And there is harp content in there. Ugh, it's phenomenal. Um... This is just something I thought of. It could be worse. You could be on the Horizons Project from the BBC. So, um, you know, at least if I'm, at least if I'm at home and I have to like entertain myself, at least I am doing it by myself and not during a period where I'm meant to be like, you know, a a bitch for the BBC and doing all the things, I guess. I'm not, I'm not wasting any opportunities sat at my home, you know? Uh, what else is there? What else is there? Oh, have you ever noticed that, um, the, in Drag Race, they're always like, it's the main stage. There are no other stages in this competition. Like, uh, that just needs to be said. Like, I get that they are filming at a sound stage, but in terms of like, in terms of like the, like performance wise, there's only one stage. It, it's the stage. It's like there aren't a, there aren't secondary stages in Drag Race. Um, anyway, uh, oh, let's uh, these last two. I had to ask my parents for money this week and it was the f- most fucking depressing thing I've ever done uh, because I had like so we're getting to the point where all of my big payments for the year come out and usually I'm working and at present I am not working and I hate it. And also the government is bad and I'm still angry at them. Anyway, anyway. Um, I, uh, I figured out this week why my neighborhood is often synonymous with cocaine activities when on Friday night at midnight I heard my neighbor blasting a dance remix of the ABBA song Fernando. Turns out there was something in the air that night. Anyway, that's um that's gonna go in the show, coupled with all of the other cocaine jokes I have. This is a weird, sh- the a weird um weird weird trend that people think I have coke in my house. I don't know. I honestly, I'm gonna say it. They think my house is rich. So here we are. Um. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, let's do allotment chat. Allotment chat. Allotment chat. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Um, so I'm going to get grapes this year, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, which oh, is going to be great. I might make wine. I don't know if I have a red grape or a white grape. I think it's a white, but we'll figure that one out. Well, I think it's a white. I think it's a white grape. I think I'm going to have to have white grapes. But never mind. Um, 
And I'm also going to get a lot of pears this year. And I'm very excited about that. After last year when I was like, I'm going to thin the blossoms so I don't get too many pears for the tree. And then I got none. I just, I picked off all of the blossoms. I am an idiot. Okay. Um, I think my tomatoes got blight already. I know. What a time. Because I like put them out when I usually, like later than I usually put them out. And I was like, these will be fine. And then they got frosted. And I was like, oh no. And then it rained a shit ton. And I was like, oh no. And then I went up there yesterday and they were like truly not looking good. And I was like, they're not looking good, everyone. And so I'm, I'm just like, so I picked off all the leaves and I like, disinfected my my cutting tools and my gloves and things and I was like okay maybe maybe if we maybe if we try again it'll be all right like maybe if I take off all of the things that look bad it'll they'll all fight through this but I'm I have spares and everything so it's not it's not the end of the world but this year was the first year I was growing three different types of tomato because usually I just grow Gardener's Delight which is like a cherry tomato and it is a goddamn as the name suggests delight truly a delight anyway so I have a bunch of those at the house that I'm just like uh we'll see what everything does but like yeah I was growing Roma tomatoes because they are apparently the best for sauce and one called outdoor girl which turned out not to be very good outdoors but the one thing that I've noticed is the two um gardeners delight tomatoes that I have at the allotment are doing absolutely fucking fine. And then these other, no, there's three of them and they are all doing goddamn fine. And then the, the like 10 of the other two varieties are like done. They're like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, clearly there is, there is a learning curve here that I am not, uh, I'm not currently writing the curve. You know, I am, um, I am, I am, I'm not learning from this curve, hon. Anyway, um, so that was, <laughs> I'm going to, okay, what I'm going to do with these tomatoes is I'm going to leave them a week to see if they recover, to see if they do better, to see if they put up new growth. And then um, if they do okay, then they'll be fine because they're pretty big. Um, and if they don't, then I'm just going to take them out and replace them with the six that I have in my current garden. Um, any other gardening news? Oh, my irises started blooming this week, which I love. My foxgloves are coming up, which I adore. My alliums are coming up as well. And so is my, my, um, California poppy is also blooming that I love. I love, 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 love. I got my first roses this week. I'm going to have my first peas this week. Ugh, it's been, um, it's been a really interesting spring it's been a really wet and weird spring um but you can go to my gardening blog for that you don't have to come here anyway this has been an episode of Hyperlocal celebrity with me sam hickman uh what do i have to plug um helen's ready all three songs all three musical numbers are available on my instagram story i just uploaded um me doing trixie mattel's moving parts on my youtube uh, so you can go check that out. Uh, the reason I, so we do like a, um, like a RuPaul's Drag Race Zoom chat every week. Now that we can't physically 
be in the same room to do a brunch. So uh, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Cause I had the time. I was like, I'm going to do, a, I'm going to do a trickster Mattel makeup Luke. And so I like put it all on and I was like, here we are. And then, and then the, and then the chat ended and I was like, okay, well, I think I'm gonna, gonna have to do something constructive with this face. And so I did that. Uh, so uh, enjoy that uh, and enjoy your week enjoy your life enjoy the time you spend with your loved ones and away from your loved ones uh, I hope you're all doing well I hope you're all staying safe um, and not doing irresponsible things that could land you on a lot of hot water oh my god